Hey everyone, this is Erin. I just wanted to apologize in advance. I found out when editing that my audio had been recording through my headphones instead of through my microphone, so the audio is a little rough, but it's definitely listenable, so um, feel free to enjoy this episode. If it really does bother you, we have plenty of previous episodes for you to enjoy that were recorded properly. So, um, thanks for listening, and again, sorry about the audio. Hi, I'm Terry. And I'm Erin. And we're We're keeping busy. busy. Happy belated St. Patrick's Day. Top of the morning to ya, even though we're recording at night. Top of the morning. And we're totally recording on St. Patrick's Day. Me go bra. <laughs> get it? <laughs> I get it. Hey, so what did you make for St. Patrick's Day? Oh, well, we decided to go with a wonderful parquet using a uh, Guinness stout cake and layering in some whipped Irish cream. We made beautiful parfaits. At least mine was beautiful. First off, I think we both were looking at the same parfait recipe, but what Mm -hmm. recipe did you use for the Guinness cake? I actually went to Epicurious, and I used their chocolate stout cake recipe, and I made a dozen uh, cupcakes with this. Ooh, smart. I did not use their icing, just made the cakes. What about you? I used... Uh, New York Times recipe for Guinness stout cake and again did not make the frosting but I did make one very large nine inch round cake it's probably a good two and a half inches deep if not three (laughs) it is a massive cake (laughs) so you've made Guinness stout cake uh, before right no actually I don't think I have but I thought that sounds like a carry thing. It really does sound like something I would have done before, but I have not done it before. I have to say I did enjoy every part of the process. And by every part of the process, I meant tasting everything during <laughs> throughout the entire making of the cake. So run us through the recipe that you used because I have a feeling mine was pretty different. Um, I did, and I cut this recipe in half, but it has one cup of don't worry about the numbers just say like what you did you melt the butter in a saucepan with the beginners and then you add cocoa powder oh see that this is very similar to mine then and i thought that was unusual because i didn't think that you would want to heat up the stout for some reason Hmm. i mean that's going to drive off any carbonation you know how sometimes you add 7-Up or something to a regular cake mix to make it lighter because the carbonation helps with the rise and mm-hmm. the crumb. So I anticipated a little bit that um, the stout would add an extra leavening because of the carbonation, but then you cook it, so you're really driving off a lot of the gas. Yeah. So that's basically very similar to the one that I used as well, where you, I mean, come on, seriously? The Guinness butter and cocoa. Did you not try that? I did not sample it, no. Seriously? Yeah. Holy cow. It was so good. 
It was so good. Oh, yours are beautiful. Yours are very nice, too. Yeah. It came out lovely. Well, I, I did use... not have a big enough container. I had to use my um my cell phone camera again because my real camera went to a Cub Scout overnight. Oh. Yours look very voluminous, though. I didn't feel like the recipe made nearly enough whipped cream. Well, I only made the two that you see in the picture. Yeah. So I had plenty. And I did kind of use... I think I, I cut the whipped cream recipe in a third. Mm-hmm. And I cut the cake recipe in half. Okay, so moving on to the making of the whipped cream... I yeah. thought it was very interesting that you add the Baileys to the whipped cream before you even whip it. I was like, this is not going to whip. No. But it did. Did it? Yeah. Really? I I said, you know, recipe, you were so full of crap, I'm not listening to you. So I whipped the cream, and then I um, folded... No, then I, I added the Baileys right at the end of the whipping process because I oh, didn't really? believe it. Yeah. It, it did. But it, it did happened. work? Oh, wow. I wasn't going to do it. And I, w- I was trying to think, you know, I'm super smart and I'm not going to do this because this is some bold. <laughs> Oops, bleep. Um, I was like, this is some BS and it's not going to work. But I tried it anyways because that's how the recipe was written. And lo and behold, it actually whipped. I didn't feel like it had a lot of flavor for the um, amount of whipped cream to the amount of Baileys. So Mm -hmm. when I layered my cake in, I took some more Baileys and I (gasps) brushed it on the top of my cake. Ooh, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Also, I thought the very, very liquidy melted chocolate milk mixture Mm -hmm. would not fold into the whipped cream because as I was pouring it in, I thought, yeah. heckin', this is a lot of liquid <laughs> to be folding into whipped cream. Yes. But somehow that worked too. No, I, I had the same reaction. So this recipe, um, you whip uh, cream and Bailey's. Is there vanilla? I can't no, remember. I don't think so. No. Oh, okay, so just I don't know. Those two, I lost the recipe. Do you know where we got that one? Hang on. So you make the whipped cream and with the the Irish cream in it and then you split it into two parts and you mix a a chocolate mixture you fold it into half of the whipped cream it's not even a ganache it's super thin because you're melting semi-sweet chocolate bits with milk so it's not even Mm -hmm. heavy cream so it I mean it even warns you in the recipe this is going to be thin and it's going to just look basically like chocolate milk but it, so I, when I was mixing it, I only put in maybe three quarters of it and yeah. I folded it to see if it was holed up and then I decided to add the rest in. I did the same exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it came out really well. Yeah. And actually there was just a little bit of the, I used semi-sweet morsels. And there were just little bits here and there that didn't seem to incorporate entirely into the milk. And I Mm -hmm. thought that was actually really yummy because once you fold it into the whipped cream, as you're going through the parfait, every once in a while you get a very tiny bit of just a piece of chocolate. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that happened to you, but I I mean, you could call it a mistake, but it was definitely a happy accident because I loved it. 
so this the recipe for the whipped cream we obviously got the cake recipe from elsewhere because this is a cookies and cream parfait mm-hmm. um but the recipe for the creams themselves is on homemadehoopla.com and so this will tell you how to do the irish cream whipped cream and the, the chocolate irish cream whipped cream yes um, and so when I did mine, I put, I saved more of the whipped cream to just be whipped cream and did a smaller amount with the chocolate because I wanted more Bailey's flavor. And I thought it was so good with the Guinness Stout Cake. And it was just an amazing parfait. And even the, I felt like I had kind of small containers, but I ate the whole thing myself and I only made two. And so one for me and one for my husband. And he didn't want his, so I ate them both all by myself. And it was wonderful. I have no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> I know. I ate all of, I licked the bowls clean. Oh, definitely so licked the spatulas clean. <laughs> and then sat down and ate my parfait. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is definitely, yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. good. If you do end up making cupcakes... Uh, with the the Guinness Stout Cake, I did. I smushed up one cupcake per parfait, and that seemed about right. And then the other ten cupcakes, I just made a real simple cheesecake frosting, and I frosted them and brought those to work. Oh, nice. I still have two-thirds of a giant, giant chocolate cake that I have no idea what to do with. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta make more parfait. Yeah. Oh, I gotta get some more whipped cream and some more Baileys. Oh no, what will I do? It'll be terrible <laughs> for my waistline. Yeah. Good in every other way. So would you do it again? <clears throat> um, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. I mean, yeah. once I was worried about how the things were gonna come together, and I really did think that the whipped creams were going to be a disaster because they just sounded like doing everything you're not supposed to do to whipped cream. Right. Yeah. But um, now that it's kind of tried and tested, I would definitely do it. Especially, it seems like if you have, you know, cake left over or even Oreo cookies left over or something, it's something you could whip up really quickly for a company mm-hmm. and looks nice, but probably you have most of the stuff in your kitchen already. Yeah, that's true. The idea of doing the two separate whipped creams and one just has chocolate folded in the way it was, I think is really nice too. Yeah. Very versatile. I enjoyed it a lot, yeah. And I'm not a big chocolate person, and I thought it was really tasty. Anything where I can use Irish cream, I really like the flavor, but I feel guilty just, like, drinking drinking it on the rocks. I don't know how you'd even drink it. I drank a good amount of it while I was making it, and so I just put it in a glass, and then I put it in my mouth (laughs) like this. I mean, not straight from from the glass easy one two step yes i even so it was very nice actually and very convenient because i had poured some into a measuring cup so that i could baste my cake in the cups as i was making the parfait and oh no i had also put a little too much irish cream to use in all the cakes so i got to drink that part too yay Irish cream wonderful so for fun i just looked up a recipe for how to make uh, irish cream at home yeah, you totally made eggnog ones. Um, yes. I know somebody who 
yearly makes their own Irish cream for my parents' St. Patrick's Day party. And uh, it comes out delicious. Delicious. So it has kind of the chocolate milk flavor, but it also has this really, really interesting, almost chocolate-covered cherry kind of thing going on. Oh, that sounds so good. It just has a lot of a lot more nuances of flavor than you usually get in just a mm-hmm. regular bottle of Irish cream. That is something that I would try. Except I never drink Irish cream. I do think it has raw eggs in it, similar to the eggnog. But again, the quantity of alcohol that's in there makes it okay. This recipe I'm looking at is one cup heavy cream. One can of sweetened condensed milk, one and two-thirds cup of Irish whiskey, and then some other stuff that is blocked by a pop-up that won't seem to go away. Go away, pop-up. Nobody likes you. Stop coming to the party. You're not invited. But anywho, yeah, it is good, and we should do that, too. Because, I mean, if you're going to have Irish whiskey around, you might as well do something good with it, like turn it into Irish cream instead. Yes, that sounds wonderful. Great idea. But what else have you been up to? (laughs) What else have I been up to? Oh, I 3D printed a hummingbird feeder. Oh, fun. And I really, really intend on knitting my daughter a sweater. I know it's not really sweater weather anymore, but I figure if I start now, I might have it done by the fall. (laughs) Because I hate knitting sweaters. (laughs) I feel like I should make more things. I hate crafting stuff that's useless, but I want to craft stuff. And so I feel like I should just get over this fear of doing things like clothing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really trying to just do things that I don't want to do so I can get over that pain. Good. This is good. You got to get outside your comfort zone. Yeah. That's to grow. That's pretty much what I'm talking about, but it's, it is painful. How about you? What have you been up to? Um, Just continuing to prep for this birthday party. Yes. I feel like I've been talking about this for a year. Are you totally Um, burned out? (laughs) I'm almost burned out. uh, But there isn't too much left to do, which is good. And uh, my mother will be, ancestor will be coming to help, so, so that's good. Oh, but, I mean, making more hats. Uh, I'm trying to think what I had made last time. You had so. most of the hats made. Oh, you did the cheesecakes, right? Oh, yeah. And I think I, I talked about the first half of the cheesecakes. Yes, which was just why I was, I had brought up, right. I think. So last episode, there were some worries in the group <laughs> that, that maybe um, I wouldn't be able to get the cheesecake out of the cookie cutter that I was using. I was not uh, trying to freak you out. I was more amazed with your with your superpowers. No, I was just thinking to myself, (laughs) wow, you're gonna do that? I don't know how that would happen. (laughs) I think I, I think it's good that you brought it up because I hadn't critically thought about that process and I might have waited until the cheesecake was fully at room temperature before trying to do it in which case I think it would have been a failure but instead I started to cut it out right when it came out of the freezer 
and then put the pieces back in the freezer. So yeah, I think that's it's the only way that they survived. That's good. So thank you very much. You're Harry. welcome. That's what I'm here for. Freaking people out since 1983. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I haven't done too much else. Um, well, on the next episode, I get to talk about how it went because it'll be over. Yay! <laughs> Don't you? On that. <laughs> Don't you love how when you get to the point in your life when instead of looking forward to the event, you look forward to the feeling after the vet event has come and gone? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's gonna be so great when this has already happened. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and we can just talk about how wonderful it was instead of, instead of having to actually live it. <laughs> now I can just look at the pictures of it and remember only the fond thing. Yeah. That would be nice. Yes. Oh, like childbirth. <laughs> <laughs> it's painful, and then you look back and say, Yay, I did that. Yeah. You look back, and all you have is the picture of the adorable baby at the end. Nothing else happened before that, I'm sure. No. Babies just spontaneously <laughs> into existence. Mm -hmm. So we've talked about our parfaits and we've talked about what other things we've been up to. I guess I haven't really been up to much. Yeah. The just hummingbird feeder was tricky, to be fair. I had some issues with my 3D printer and mm. it was just not actually printing things. It was just making ugly coils of filament around and around and around and spraying it all over the place. So huh. there was a couple late nights involved in that. So you did some serious <clears throat> machine troubleshooting. I did. I had to do all kinds of crazy things. That's good. I mean, it wasn't really all that crazy. Yeah, but you still get like that sense of awesome accomplishment at the end. I mean, I have to say, you know how they say uh, necessity is the mother of invention? I definitely mm -hmm. think trouble is also the mother of learning. Yes. Because it's not until your 3D printer won't print something that you finally realize, oh, these are the tensioner bolts. <laughs> and this is what I should be cleaning on a monthly basis. Oops. And yeah. <laughs> I should be doing these calibration steps. Whoops. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it's definitely nice to get to learn something. When some stuff just goes smoothly, you okay. never really look into it in depth. So, it did. It was good in some ways. Well, I'm glad that you've learned a little bit more about your machine. Me too. It was kind of fun. Good. So up for next time we're gonna have easter coming soon yep the easter bunny will be bringing us all goodies and what do you want to have on easter morning <gasps> how about chocolate <laughs> no not chocolate <laughs> i was gonna say a delicious <laughs> fresh steaming hot quiche <laughs> <laughs> you oh, ruined okay. it <laughs> oh, sorry you can take that again if you'd like my poor, poor thing. I honestly forgot what we had picked. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, had a okay. segue all, uh, you know, I put, it, I put it up for the whoosh. What's that called? I have no idea. You know, in basketball. Oh. I, I set it up for the layup and you just... Laid it up. You, you Is that the right word? Laid an egg. 
come. <laughs> I did not do that. <laughs> All right. Anywho, yes, we are making of eggs, quiche. quiche. <laughs> that was a good transition. Yes, there we go. All right. So we're going to be making some Easter quiches. What are you going to put in your Easter quiche? Uh, ham and maybe some spring vegetables. Um, I don't know yet. Uh, I think... Peas would be weird in quiche, right? Peas are super springy, but what? In quiche, you're eating through your delicious custardy egg mix, and then all of a sudden a pea pops in your mouth. It'd be <laughs> kind of strange, right? I don't know. That could be good. Because peas go well with ham, a yeah, la split pea soup. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I think you could do it. Maybe you pre-smash them just a little. Ooh, I like that. Kind of like blueberry pie. You don't want yeah, all your blueberries perfect because then they won't leak any of their goodness into the rest of the pie goo. Just a little smashing. Just lightly smashed. Light smashing. Yeah, that would be good. I like I like the peas and I feel like leeks are a good <gasps> Ooh, summer leeks. thing. I love Even leeks. I use them all year round. Leeks are good. Oh, there's just so many good choices. And then you can dye some whole eggs and just plop them on top for No, that makes me angry. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that ridiculousness. All right. Fine, I will. Spring quiche for Easter. Spring quiche for your Easter brunches. And maybe put some peeps on top so there's something bunny on there. Yeah. But probably put them on after you bake, or else they won't look like peeps when you get them out. No. Be melt, melted puddles. Oh, melting! Just like the tunes and the dip in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Ooh, That's a good pancetta. reference. Good job. That was, that was traumatizing. Totally traumatizing. Oh my gosh, the poor little shoes. Yeah. They're so cute and carefree. Oh my gosh. And it's just like a slow death. Ugh. It was terrible. I'm getting sad just thinking about it. Let's talk about spring quiche some more. Uh-huh. Okay. I think pancetta would be great. <laughs> so if you have some good suggestions for spring quiche flavor combinations, you can send them to keepingbusypodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, send us some suggestions because we're bored of having to do all of the decision making ourselves. Yeah, you're really making us work here. Yeah, quit it. And then you can go to our Facebook page. Just search for Keeping Busy Podcast on Facebook. Until next time. (laughs) We'll be. Keep busy.